You're listening to The Interrobang Room, a podcast that challenges individuals to be passionately curious. My name is Douglas Witherup, and I'm the senior pastor to the Multiply family of churches. Join us as I sit down with industry leaders as we laugh, converse, and sometimes debate our way through how to approach life with a spirit of discovery and adventure. Welcome to the Interrobang Room. I am your host, Doug Witherup, here today with Zach Witt. And our title today, our topic for the day, I'm calling this Seven to One. Hmm. Seven to One. Um, the, the subtitle would be The Power, the power of Blessing. Here's the, here's the thought. Here's the o- overarching idea. And I, I don't want to break down this, this idea of the power of blessing. By the way, the, when, I, when I hear blessing... Uh, now all my mind goes to is the scene in the what's the Chevy Chase Christmas movie, where they say where the the grandmother prays the oh, blessing he, and he puts the like the cover of it is the Christmas tree on the top of the car right of the movie yeah 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 I don't yeah. know the name but Christmas I know he, vacation Christmas vacation yeah but anyways and the the he's like would you say the blessing and she starts saying the pledge of allegiance that is awesome I pledge allegiance <laughs> yeah. to the flag and the gra- the grandfather <laughs> the grandfather is just. The blessing, the bla- the blessing. He's pointing to his mouth. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And you they have go really the whole good thing. impersonations. Amen. You really. What's well, how? So um, we digress, but that's how I entertained myself I, for ten years. I had a job when I traveled, like the that's state, right? right? Yeah. So North Carolina. Uh, Here's a fun fact. North Carolina is more wide than Florida is long. So That's from, hard to believe. from Manio to Murphy, Manio West Co- uh, uh, Mountains of North Carolina, all the way to Murphy and the east coast of North Carolina, okay. um, it's 550 miles. And from the top of Florida all the way down to Key West is only 500 miles. Really? That's how wide. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's a fun so, fact. So I would... Uh, my staples were Tommy Boy, would do like impersonations from Tommy Boy, Dumb and Dumber, different voices. But yeah, that's where that that's where it. it came from. I anyway, the blessing. We're talking about the ble- <laughs> the blessing. So if you hear the word anyway, if you hear the word blessing, if you're like a churchy person, you're like, Oh yeah, I hear the word all the time, you know, yeah. we we say the blessing, we say grace or or preacher preached about blessing if if you're if that's not your background that can sound a little a little religious but i i, I want to explain this in a way that i think all all of our audience will understand here's the premise of this whole thing so seven seven to one seven to one zach you and i in our or in our organization the organization we lead this is actually one of our cultural statements this is a core value to our team and the dna so here's what it's with what it's based on is that people thrive and perform best in an organization when they receive seven positives to every one correction. Hmm. So let me say that again. People thrive and perform best in an organization when they receive seven positives to every one correction. Now just let your mind begin to go through maybe the last 24 hours of conversation that you've had had to have with people so maybe in your household you had a 
a disagreement with how the trash operating system works in your household or how the dishwasher loading and emptying system, maybe you had a disagreement, maybe you needed to feel, you felt like you needed to bring some correction to that system. Maybe you're a parent and you needed to bring some correction to the system of how we were navigating through back to school supplies. Maybe you are a leader or a manager in your workplace and you had to have a tough conversation, one-on-one conversation with an employee. Mm. Maybe you're a teacher and you're getting ready to do this virtually or go back to live classes and you know that there's a student that you're gonna have to keep after class and you're gonna have to have that conversation. Um, So the question is like, as we rewind the last 24 hours of our lives, maybe just think through some of those corrective conversations, my follow-up, because we all have to have them, right? No doubt. The other, uh, the people that don't have those are called nines on on the the Enneagram. That is true. And they're the conflict avoiders, but but the rest of us are having those conversations. Um, Do you have enough change in your pocket to be able to have that conversation Mm. effectively? Like that's a little challenging as a dad, right? I'm thinking of like, do I have, am I seven to one with my kids? Yeah. Am I seven to one? Cause I say organization, it's in any relationship. People yep. thrive and perform best when they receive seven positives to er- everyone. Like I think uh, uh, maybe a lot of people feel like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm good if I'm one to one. Or what do they te- What do they even teach you if you're delivering bad news? Yeah. Or you're delivering correction, the, the sandwich method. Lead with a compliment, lead with a positive. Right. Then talk about the correction and then reaffirm the positive. Right. And that's great, but that's only a two, two to one. Yeah. So are you, and how do you do that genu- genuinely? Right. Where you're not just, oh, I'm just, I got to throw these out. I got to check, check off my seven. So like these are, and I would say that these are not seven to one days. These are not seven to one times that we're living in. These are like, uh, these are days of anger of criticism, of yelling, of accusation, of negativity. These are days of political ads. Um, so we are living in a culture where, where we're not really operating in the power of blessing. And here's what I wanna, um, there's probably a better way to define this, but just for the sake of our conversation, I wanna define blessing as just speaking, speaking life over people. So maybe it's seeing the good in people and not just assuming that they know that, uh, or not just assuming that they think that they know that you know that. Taking the time and speaking that out. Hey, I, this is what I see in. This is what I see in you. Um, so. Uh, Zach, that it is interesting that this really affects this affects the way people perform. This is no this doubt. affects the way employees perform. Yeah, yeah. So I, there's one thing that you mentioned. Um, you said this kind of in passing, but uh, you, you asked the question: Can you correct effectively? Mm. It's not just can you correct, right? Because that, that's that two to one model. Hey, let me tell you something good you've done. Let me give yeah. you the thing you need to work on. And then let me give you something again, a, a positive. And so it's become, oh, okay, I've corrected you, so I've yeah. done my job. Or maybe not even corrected you, 
but I got it off my chest. Yes. So now it's your problem. Not I, mine. Ye- I yelled at you. Yep. So I felt an emotional release of the anger that I felt. And I wasn't even bringing to true correction. No doubt. Because correction has a positive implication to it. Yep. So maybe I didn't even change your behavior. I just got, I just felt good because I vented. Right. And correction means, it can mean change. Exactly. So there, there's never a change. So it's not a true correction. Right. So let's look at it from a leadership model or, or a business perspective. So um, we would say that, that a true blessing is, is audible. It's language. Yes. It's, it's words that you wow. say over someone. Wow. Um, so you have, you have a blessing, which is, is a positive. And I, I asked you what the, uh, what the um, anonym for blessing is. Right. And I was like, well, it's, it's cursing. cursing. <laughs> so, so I think in, in, a, in a sense, though, um, we're either speaking a blessing or a, a curse over someone with our yeah. language and how we're communicating. Wow. So language empowers uh, individuals. And, and if you look at this from a leader, follower perspective, there's, there's a ton of, of studies um, around uh, psychological empowerment. So how do, how do your words, mm-hmm. how does the leader's words psychologically affect or empower a follower? So words have meaning and, and words stick with people. Right. And ultimately what research has shown is that, that the psychological empowerment uh, leads to these experiences, which leads to meaning, competence, and self-determination of the person that's receiving the language, wow. of the person that's receiving the words, and ultimately it affects their jobs. So you threw this out, well, we might hear the word blessing in church, or it might be something that we're accustomed to, but it plays the same role in the business world. Absolutely it does. How you speak to your employees matters. So research has observed that people uh, seek to adopt individual social experience to organizational contexts through aggregating the experiences of the interactive leader-follower relationships. So not only does the leader's words matter, it stays with the follower. So as they're uh, aggregating, as they're collecting this information from their leader, um, those words stick with them. Wow. So it's not just something that, I got off my chest and I'm yeah. using quote fingers. It's yeah. something that's going to stick with the person wow. that it's being said to. Uh, so we look at the, these experiences and, and even now, um, we've probably all had good experiences and bad experiences with leaders. And if we pause for just a second, you can remember the time that a leader has come down on you negatively and it's stuck with you. Absolutely. And not just stuck with you. It's It's done one of two things. It's made you say, man, I will never treat someone like that. Or you've started treating people like that. Wow. So other people's words empower you to act in a certain way. You're going to have one list or the other. These are things that I'll never do. Or these are things that you start to do as a leader, as you develop. Wow. Uh, So we, we just have to take a look at what our words actually do, do to people. So Zach, you, uh, in your, the organization that you lead. Yeah. So I watch the people under you and you have an amazing culture. People thrive Mm -hmm. under your leadership. And a lot of those people are volunteers. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the true tests of leadership. Like do people follow, follow you when you're not signing a paycheck? Right. Right. So I'm watching people gravitate towards the organization that you lead. I'm watching how people are growing and thriving. Um, 
as a part of that organization, how they feel valued, they feel drawn, they feel a place of purpose, they mm. feel a sense of mission. Like all of this is just very, very evident. What are some practical things in in your culture mm. of like how are you, how you're communicating, how are you talking? Yeah. Uh, to people that may be employees, because you have employees yeah. both in your business and in, in the organization, but uh, but how do you use language Absolutely. to accomplish that? Yeah, I th- so we create the culture that we want, right? Yeah. And, and we're always creating culture with our language. So I'll go back to the, the list um, analogy that I just used. So give a shout out to uh, Dr. Chris Owen, because in his class, my junior year of college, um, he, he made the statement, hey, you're always making two lists in your head when you're following someone. Again, it's things that you'll always do or that you want to do or things that you you don't want to do, right? You don't want to be that type of leader. Yeah. And so practically, um, it's a learned behavior because I I think that we have the tendency to want to just get it off our chest. We have my personality type (laughs) is I want to get it off my chest and I'm just uh, going to meet it head on and and I'm going to say what I need to say. What I've had to learn to do and let me give you some kudos because you've helped me. You've helped me do this. Um, I wasn't always the person that gave high fives and attaboys and made you feel good, right? It was, hey, we need to correct this and let's do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just a, a learned behavior where you seriously have to consider what makes people get up in the morning. And the reality of it is, we want people to feel good. We want people to feel accomplished. We want people to feel like they have a purpose. Yeah. And so in our context, we're pastors, so we preach this stuff from the stage. So we have to we have to implement it with our teams. Yeah, absolutely. So a, lear- a learned behavior. So somebody can truly, even if they grew up in a household where um, maybe the culture was more negative or mm-hmm. maybe the culture was authority figures pointing out what you did wrong and then um or they're coming out of a military background absolutely was you know my understanding the the point of base camp is not necessarily to build you up it's to tear you down boot camp boot camp yeah yeah and tear you tear you down then but and then but but like your drill sergeant is not following seven to one you're right oh (laughs) it's 70 to none (laughs) just in the opposite direction (laughs) so how like, what are some, uh, if I'm a listener and I'm saying, man, I've, I've not grown up in this culture. Maybe it was just even a culture in my house. And they're saying, like, in my household where it wasn't really negative, but I don't know that people really called things out in me, saw things in me and called things out of me. What are what are a couple practical steps that our listeners can put into action of, like, man, this is how I can implement a learned behavior as a leader, as a parent, whatever a- Absolutely. I think this is... This goes with anything. It starts with self. So have seven to one self-talk. Wow. What, wow. what are you saying to yourself in the mirror? Are you reciprocating what your leader has said to you? Is that the language that you're speaking to yourself? Or are you saying, no, no, I am valuable. I, I am a leader. I, I do have wisdom. I do have authority. I do have direction. I, so what are the positive things that you're saying to yourself? I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people <laughs> like me. Right. Stuart, Stuart Smalley. Saturday Night Live, 1992. There you go. That's weird that you have those those memories. If there's any Stuart Smalley fans out there, I need them to drop that in a in a comment section. Shout out. I just need a shout out. Um, Even if the content is not good, if they 
if they, they can connect what you're with talking that. About. Yeah, yeah. I, but that's po- that's powerful, Zach. Even though even um, in this time of start starting with self talk, because we probably have more time to talk to ourselves uh, during this time than yeah. other than others of still in quarantine isolation, varying degrees, and that sort of thing. So like, yeah, just starting with with how do you talk to yourself? So let let me give you a. Uh, one that I've learned. Um, I, my wife and I have been married now for almost eight years. I've uh, been together for a little over nine. And I still watch my father-in-law give my wife a hug, a kiss on the forehead, and say, Jesus made you special. Mm. And he, he's done it since she was a baby. Yeah. And so now yeah. I've started saying it to Piper, yeah. my daughter, yeah. who, is, who is three years old. Jesus made you special. Yeah. And, and so... Again, what are you? What is the language that you're choosing to say to yourself, and what's the, the language that you're choosing to say to other? Because the reality of it is, you still have a choice. Yeah. Um, so you're going to pick up what you want to pick up, um, but then self evaluation. So um, not just what you're saying to yourself, but but take into account, re- revisit those 24 hours right. of of conversation that you've had with people. Right. And go, man. I'm right now. I'm probably three to one. Yeah. And there's somebody that I need to be about six to none with yeah. right now. Um, I. And I would say just in, just in like, I consider myself, um, like one, one of my, uh, strengths finders. So strengths finder is one of, one of those self analytics, um, tools. It's a good one. It's kind of one of my favorite, favorite ones, but, um, positivity is one of my four top four strengths. So that's one, something that I know that I bring. I think I, I do a pretty good job overall of, uh, calling out things in people and speaking positive things over, over people. I got to tell you though, even though I would consider that a strength, number one, I'm not anywhere close to seven to one, not anywhere close. Yeah. Maybe on good days, three to one. And then, and then during the leadership challenges of this pandemic, that's when it, that's when it gets a little scary. Like, I may be one. I may be one to one in the, in this season. So like, yeah, just stopping and evaluating. Okay, wow, that bar is higher than I thought it was. How do how do I get there? But um, I love those. I just I want to harvest what you said and put it into put it into three steps here because this is what the way my mind um, is processing this, and I think it'll really really help our our listeners. So um, number number one, Zach, you said it. The blessing is audible. Mm-hmm. There is no such thing as a thought blessing. No doubt. A blessing has to be spoken by its very by its very nature. A blessing has to be spoken. Spoken. So me thinking good things about somebody else does them zero good. So the, number one, the blessing has to be audible. I was talking to our our. Um, Southeastern University students last year was just sharing some, some uh, mentoring uh, stuff with them, some leadership with them, and and um, I said like, look, if you if you see something, say something, and that was uh, in the airports right after nine <laughs> yeah. eleven. I yeah. think those signs yeah. are still up, but like yeah. if you see something, say something. That was on the negative side, but I said on the positive side, no like doubt. man, how many how many times have I thought, uh, wow, this person they crushed it in this area. That's a great. Uh, in our organization, that's a great logo, or um, that is, they did a fantastic job developing leaders in this area. But I think I think it, but I don't say, I don't say it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So number one is it has it has to be spoken, um, and then and then the second thing, uh, the second thing would be then just being being intentional about creating the culture that you that you want. So that requires a couple of things. It requires me defining the culture mm-hmm. that I want. So in the organization that I lead or in my in my home, in my home, well I want the what is the culture that I want? I want laughter in my home. I want peace in my home. I don't want people kids to be fighting. I want a culture of hard work and I want a culture of uh, learning. Mm-hmm. So like let's let's say those those four things just off of the top of my head. I want I want fun and laughter. I want uh, peace. I want hard work and I want learning. Mm-hmm. So I create the culture. That's great. I defined it. Um, now I create the culture that I want. So how are the words of blessing that I am speaking over my spouse and over my children creating that culture? It doesn't mean I'm I'm lying. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, it doesn't mean that I'm. I'm saying things that aren't true, but it means that I'm noticing things and calling out those things. Hey, son, you did a great, you did a great job. I appreciate so much the hard work you did in this area. I'm noticing and I'm calling that out uh, in that individual. And that really, that, again, that's creating that culture, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that that's where we have to uh, learn collectively to be better. We've mentioned this a few times already. We'll give the, the sandwich approach. We'll give the praise, the correction, and the praise. Sometimes individuals just need praise, and that's yeah, it. Yeah. You don't have to follow the, the praise with the correction. Yeah. So that's building up those seven to one moments. Two other bonus things that I would kind of throw out is this uh, just as much as we would go out of the way to correct someone, we have to go out of the way to praise someone. Wow. Yeah. So again, you mentioned this we, we think good things. We note it in our filing yeah. cabinet in our brain, right. but we don't go out of our way to tell someone. But we will go out of our way to correct someone. Sure. Hey, can you come to my office right now? Yeah, hey, we need, right. we need to have a coffee. Right. Hey, we need to do this. So right. go out of your way to praise. The, the second kind of bonus content is this. It's, it's never too late to start. So maybe you're viewed as a love it a, as a certain type of leader. Yeah. And you know that you rub people the wrong way. If I'm being candid, that used to be me. Mm. I would rub people the wrong way because of conversations I would have. And I made a decision, hey, you know what? Turn it. Th- that's not who I am. Yeah. That's not who I want to be known yeah. as. So how do I turn that around? And it starts with, starts with our language. I love it. So again, I just want to encourage our listeners. Um, again, we've been talking about the, this, this idea of seven, seven to one. So the power of blessing, the power of blessing that people thrive and perform best when they receive seven positives to every one correction. And I just want to encourage our listeners that in these days of anger, criticism, yelling, accusation, and negativity, you do create the culture that you want. Find somebody today, speak life over them, speak positive things over them, notice things that other people don't notice in them, not just what they do, but who they are, and speak that over them. You will find yourself 
changing other people, you will find yourself changing the atmosphere in which you work. And as you do it, I think you'll find yourself changing your own attitude and your own outlook on life as well. Thanks so much for joining us again. Don't forget to like us, subscribe, and um, hit us up in the comment section if you're watching this on Facebook or uh, if you're viewing it on your podcast platform, don't forget to, to rate us. That will help us out. But if this has been helpful to you, would you help us by sharing this content with somebody else? Continue as you continue to lead a life of passionate discovery and curiosity.